They are invincible, undeniable, and two-time Super Bowl champions. Welcome to the 20th episode of the Indiana Chiefs Fan Podcast, where we talk about our favorite team, the Kansas City Chiefs. I am Golden Jay. Yes, I'm still Golden Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and with me is always three-time podcasting favorite. That's right, three times. Then uh, three-time podcasting favorite Chico Noise and one-time podcasting favorite. We call him the Chief, Bill Jordan. I actually you need to shorten that down just a little bit. Phil, <laughs> uh, welcome, gentlemen. <laughs> now that I fucked up that whole entire intro. <laughs> <laughs> we're rocking this but gentlemen this is our 20th episode and it's an extremely special episode for us tonight because our guest is the one and only casey mike what's up buddy what's up fellas <laughs> we're welcome glad that you are here with us tonight you don't even know um I've been uh, I've been Facebook stalking you for the last few days, <laughs> <laughs> and I and I wanted to bring up something real quick, just right off the top. Um, did your image get used in a post or an ad about somebody who was bitching about the Chiefs fans out there? Oh, oh no, not not just somebody, <laughs> not just somebody. This is I don't you guys don't know who Dave Portney is? Yeah, uh, they, I, they they just posted on him uh, the other day that he yeah, hates the well, Chiefs. The guy from Barstool? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah I know him. Yeah. I know him. He hates us. He hates the Chiefs. I mean, undeniably, and he really hates Travis Kelsey a lot. <laughs> Why? And, he's and so for good. him to use my picture when he says he hates Chiefs, oh, that just made my day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't I cannot stand him. He's He's got that typical Bostonian just attitude. Yep. And he's, yeah, I, it just made my day. But yeah, he did. He did. I, uh, I you, saw that and I thought, man, that's a good picture of him, Mike. Hey, <laughs> you, you should get him on copyright or something. Say, hey, you owe me money. Hey, that, and that was the Raider game last year. That was a good picture. It was a good picture, man. <laughs> you were all done up. You were, and you had yeah. all, your, all your crew right next to you, and it made it look good. So, hey, Casey, Mike, I went to one game when I lived in Pasadena to uh, the Raiders. This right. was back, back in the 80s before they really had <laughs> rules for the stands. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. I would have went with my red. And, man, I got pelted, beer dunk. I was like 16, man. I was just a kid, basically. Dude, they pelted shit at us and dumped beer on us, cursed at us. I'm like, dude, I'm just here to watch a game. And I'm like a teenager, you know? I mean, it was, I, I, I never, I told Jeremy and Gunner, I'll never go back again to any Raiders home stadium without a posse. It was just me and my friend. Right. Yeah. I've, I didn't hit any Raiders games when they're in LA because I think I was overseas that when they came, went back up North, yeah. I went to Oakland and it was, that's the same where way. I went. That's where I was yeah. at the Oakland. Yeah. This is in the oh, mid, yeah. mid 80s. Yeah. Oakland. Yeah. I've went there a couple times. Thing is, you still feed into their crap, and then they they don't got you. Just well, I, that's my thing. I if if they're gonna, if they want to come at me for a football game, let them. 
Well, I was a smart ass teenager, so that I, you know, you oh, know yeah. we're, we're we're invisible as a teenager. You know that you can't get shot, killed, stabbed. You know, none of that'll ever happen, right? Yeah, that's but... like a twenty-one-year-old military guy. True that. <laughs> See, I was going to go a little different. You know, a smart ass teenager to a smart ass old man. So I mean, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, according to that person in security, I was a smart-ass stealing man. There you go. Which reminds me, uh, as we talk about the Raiders fans and uh, and all that, uh, how important fans first is at Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I'm always, I'm always um, totally amazed, I guess, at, at the fandom that we actually have in Arrowhead and you know how they really embrace a lot of the um the other teams uh, f- fan bases they come into arrowhead uh it it does me it does me well it makes my heart full to know that the fans of, of arrowhead are you know they're still fans but yet you know they do show a lot of a lot of um um what's the word i'm looking for here camaraderie uh... support <laughs> Yeah, support for the other teams. So, yeah, uh, but well, I, it's just support of the fan bases. Yeah. You know, it's when I fly out of Kansas City, and when I'm sitting, I always fly by myself. When I'm sitting in the airport, I see people of other fan bases going to the Chiefs, dads mm-hmm. and their sons, and, you know, small group. And it's like, I'll tell them where to go. Hey, come to our tailgate. It's not about separating, it's about having a good time at a football game. It don't matter Very what much. team you're with, yep. you know. It's it's about football and it's about having a good time and enjoying the people you're with. Yeah, you're we're, we're, like we've already said we're a fan of the game, but we're Chiefs fans. Oh yeah, oh yeah, most definitely, for sure. Most- Even if it's a Canadian Bills fan, we still talk to him and have a good time. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh, matter of fact, uh, there were not a lot of Jag. Wires fans at this game obviously you know i wouldn't go through a game where you know i think my team's gonna you know kind of suck well honestly and- me, me and my wife both looked at each other and said we can name a person in every fan we we don't have any friends that are jacks fans huh. we don't have one jaguars friend we have friends in every single fan base right except for them Except for Jack <laughs> I mean, they were good when they started, but uh, but long story short was when I I always scan the crowd, you know, kind of see you know what the ratio of Chiefs fans to the road team, and I barely saw any. Um, you know, the Bills fans always travel heavy, um, always travel heavy. Um, Raiders fans they travel heavy. You know, um, San Diego not so much. You know, I would say not anymore. And Denver kind of is kind of in between heavy and medium. Um, from... San Diego doesn't even travel well to their own stadium. Well, that's, <laughs> well, that's because they moved up to L.A. and they're trying to establish, reestablish a it, fan base. What stupidity. Negative Ghost Rider. Negative Ghost Rider. When they were in San Diego, we they sucked that fan base. Oh, I know. That shit's awesome. I never <laughs> went to a game down there. so It was great. Hmm. It was a lot of fun. So the, the tailgating, the parking, everything was just awesome. It was a little medieval, looked like a prison, but. <laughs> are, hey, are you sure we're not talking about Oakland again? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oakland was a toilet. This one was a prison. Oakland, when you have when you have the Chiefs media people posting pictures 
of taping cups to the roof in the media room, that's when you know the stadium's getting bad. Wow. That was San Diego. Stadium. No, that was Oakland. Oakland. Oh, Oakland. That was okay. Oakland. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Yeah, no, San Diego was cool. Dude, San Diego, you could buy part you could buy parking spots. And when I say buy a parking spot, you could pay if you called the stadium, you could pay $73 and get a parking spot that would be yours till game time. Nice. And it, and it was one and a half times wider than a regular parking space. Well, that's bad. Nobody knew about him. Hmm. Dude, we used not, to park. Not, not no more. <laughs> yeah, now, now SoFi gets mad. And, and our tailgate was so big this year, last year, that we were, our spot was up by the front. They moved our entire tailgate to the back of Pink Lot because we had too many cheese friends in front of SoFi. Are you serious? I swear to God, they moved our entire tailgate to the back of the pink lot. That's bullshit. We were. That's how. That's how deep we run on the on the West Coast. You want to do? There are chapters out here, and when we roll, I mean, our tailgates are hundreds and hundreds deep. Hmm. It's you guys got to come awesome. out. You guys come out. I'll 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 show you guys around. It'll be fun. That's yeah, my bucket list. My bucket list is to see games in every stadium. And of course, if you're going to go to a stadium, you might as well go see the Chiefs play there. Oh yeah, I'm not. Gonna go to a, I'm not going to a stadium if they're not playing, <laughs> unless right? it's like super. <laughs> hey, <laughs> let let me let me know. You guys come. It'd be great to see you guys out here. Oh, we'd love it. We'll have to we'll have to work something out. Probably not this season. Maybe maybe uh, maybe something next year. Be a good All time. Right. We'll get Phil on a plane. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> All right, you boys. Let's talk about this last weekend's game. It is the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars, where we schooled them, I do believe, 27-17. And uh, what was probably uh, the second most relaxed game I've watched this year besides the 49ers game. Um, <laughs> and Arizona. Uh, well, yeah, the Arizona was pretty good too, but, uh, I, I, yeah, I was just so kicked back after my long weekend of travel with the San, the San Francisco game that, uh, that I remember just kind of laying there staring at the TV going, I have no worries. We're going to win this game. <laughs> um, our, uh, our, uh, QB number one went 26 for 35 for 331 yards, four touchdowns and one interception. Um, which let's talk about that interception for just a second. Uh, was it a little in front of uh Kels there and it kind of got bounced around? Am I am I thinking right here? I'm gonna make sure, gonna make sure I remember these yeah. things. I watched the game twice now, so <laughs> I guess I, I've only watched it live once and I only got through half of the game so far, right on. I'd hope when we got back home. So. Maybe that was the Tennessee game I watched twice. I don't know. I, it, you get to watch in so many I, different games. I watch them if, when they're on, so I start interchanging them. I'll watch this one like back to back. Yep, they right. get changed. Well, I found like it. I I found that watching them live in person is great. I love being there, but I miss things, so I like to come back and watch them again when I get home and um. This this was a this was a uh, a prime game that Tennessee game of going back and rewatching it yeah. and thinking that you know everybody was just so out of sync but you go back and rewatch it 
and just kind of take it all in and you you the the big mistakes that you thought were going on weren't necessarily as big as you anticipated while you were there at, so, you know in, in the moment no i gotta okay. say i gotta give I, i'm gonna give jacksonville kudos on one thing the first play of the game they oh, had, oh yeah dude, i'm yeah. gonna tell you that yeah. onside kick was a great hey, call that was smart I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm a, I always call it out. You know, the other team does something great. I mean, to me, when they did that, I'm like, oh, snap, that just happened. You Especially know, um, after we take the ball, which is a rarity. Yeah. Yep. That was exactly. a smart. You had nothing to lose. Yeah, I thought that was. But back, the, back to the but back to the Tennessee game. Uh, and oh. uh, in all honesty, if you take away four plays, that game might not be that close. Right. If you take away maybe four plays that put them in a position to where they can run the ball with Henry, and then, you know, Malik was using his legs a little bit. But, I mean, honestly, you take those four plays away, and it goes in, it starts looking like the second half. Yeah. 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 What they have the second half, like 40, 50 total yards? Well, Henry only had 23 yards. I'm trying to think of the stats of that game. Sorry, it's it was, out of my cranium. Yeah, it was – it was meagle. It was it was nothing. I want to say it was like seventy some odd yards of offense. Yeah, the entire second half. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't it wasn't much. Yeah. Is is uh, Chico? You googling that? Are you? No, I'm just looking. <laughs> Doesn't really break <laughs> it down like that, but I I mean it's you know what and right. if we would have plugged those holes a couple times. They wouldn't That's have got it. those long runs. And then right. that doesn't put them in a position to where they can use Henry. Once they yeah. get down in towards the end zone, you know they're going to give it to Henry. Or he's oh, just going to yeah. do the little, the little shuffle pass or something. Right. But, you know, once we kept them on their side of the field, they couldn't do it. Nope. That's why I said it was uh, kind of reminiscent of that uh, playoff game. You know, we didn't quite, you know, fall down 24 to 0, but. You know, after halftime, they were shut out. They were shut down. Game over. Oh, yeah. You know, let's move on to the next one. Next game. (laughs) I mean, our our defense, you know, as everyone knows, I've I've always said, I want a middle-of-the-road defense this year. You know, they've given up a lot of big plays here and there. But, man, I tell you what, when we needed them, when we needed them this year, they've been there. They've helped the offense out. They're helping the offense out even more than they did last year and the year before. It's starting to show. Yeah, but you know what? A lot of people are putting that on the defense right now. Our defense is playing good. Yeah, and you yeah. gotta you gotta think. You gotta think. In that span of time where we played good and we had their ups and downs, Willie Gay was gone for four games. Frank mm-hmm. Clark's been gone for two games. Yep. Trent McDuffie's been gone for and look at him, he's locked down. He's looking Can you imagine so good. if we would have had him? In them other games, as far as locking down them other receivers, then we yeah. could focus more on that on that run game, and they wouldn't get that run game as bad. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm get even, as many yards. Even, but I mean, it, it's uh, only the what? I was trying to think. Who was I talking about last week? Dunlap, number eight. Oh. Man, that beast, Mister One Hundred. Like, yeah, yep. I was like, yep. Wow. Yeah. Did you, uh, Phil, did you realize that, that uh, the sack he had on Trevor yeah. Lawrence was number 100 for him? It was yes. 13, 13 season career. Yeah. They put it up on the Jumbotron, I believe. But Right on. Uh, either way. Yeah. I mean, but I mean have to beast. you know, we, we've not been a complete defense yet with everybody on the field. And now 
And now the NFL better get ready because you're getting back in the second half of the season a healthy, rejuvenated, pissed-off Frank Clark that could not be with his teammates <laughs> because his court case didn't get settled for over a year. You don't think he's pissed off? And he's coming wow. in. You, you get a healthy Frank Clark in the second half of the season? Oh, watch <laughs> out. And, and, oh now, and now you got Kalaftis. What what's he have? Five five uh, pass deflections? Yeah, I think he leads the NFL. Least. Yeah, I, I mean, think he, uh, leads, he leads the NFL in five um, pass blocks. Well, I w- we were talking on another podcast. So it's like the NFL is watching the Chiefs, right? And they're like, all right. Well, season started. You're out four games. All right, you're out. Well, now he's back. You know what? Now we need to uh, take out Clark. You're out. Oh, yeah, Bucker, now that you're kicking all these awesome field goals right after the game, go take a PED test. It's like <laughs> – Right? It's like, come on, man. Come on. You know, it. what else are you going to do to our defense or to well, our offense? Th- how about throwing the refs? Oh, don't – it. Uh, that- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that you know was, what? That, that was know what? my I big like thing their, today. I like their mentality that, like they said, they got to play above the refs. Yep. They can't be in the position where they let the refs make that kind of, you know. It our defense is kind. Of, oh my god, our defense is going to get scary. They're young. Yeah. They're they're determined. They're playing for each other. This yep. is exciting. I mean, this they're only going to get better, and these teams, and and they're only going to get better going into the second half of the season. Everybody else yep. is getting beat up. Players yeah. are going out, hamstrings, all that kind of stuff. And our team, it seems like, is just getting healthy going through. Man, so, and uh, our, our new receiver, uh, man, uh, Tony. Oh. I mean, shit. Right. Now, no. You know, Juju's probably going to be out at least one game. You know, this guy, this guy, he's going you know to live up to the hype as long as we keep him healthy. Exactly. And – it, I hate to lose Juju, but you know what? When I heard that, and then after seeing Tony, my stomach didn't sink. No. Normally, if it would have been Tyreek going out, I would have been, oh, man, we're screwed. <laughs> Isn't it nice not having Tyreek as a one-man receiving core? I mean, and you we, know what? We, we've all talked about it, me, Jeremy, Chico. You know, it's better to have five receivers that you can count on than one. Stop it. Or two, I mean, you know. Where, where's your baby? I hear him barking. Oh, mom's coming in the door. He's he's a butthead. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's my husky. He's yeah, he likes. Oh, that's stuff. right. I saw the picture. Yeah. Very, oh yeah, he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he would he would fit right in here then. I no, he yeah he would. I've never met a dog that's a complete dickhead. <laughs> and he, I'm. When we got more time, I'll tell you about it. All right. <laughs> but back to your point, you know, having a receiving core that's more than two, you know, uh, we talked about it in length in previous podcasts, and you can go into some detail. I think, you know, uh, Jeremy put it best. It was the best thing that ever happened to the Chiefs. I you agree. Know. Well, it, we, were, we were so by subtraction. We were so focused on the the long ball and his speed that we threw down the field repeatedly over and over and over again and when they traded him and and you know initially for me it was that shock you know it was like oh shit we traded hill but the more i got to think about it is the more i thought maybe now we can get back to the actual essentials of the game and getting 10 yards 
getting a first down and not yeah. worrying about whether we're going to throw an 80 yard pass to Tyreek. I mean, those, those plays are great and exciting. Don't get me wrong, man. I've been in the stadium and seen it happen, you know, as well as you guys have, but you know, there's, when you focus on that, every, every single play, it just, I was, I was more excited that he was, and I hate to say this, I mean, it's mean because I mean, Tyreek gave us a lot of good years and a lot of great games and, yeah. But I was excited that he was that he was leaving so we could actually get back to utilizing uh, the receivers and the things that we have. Well, if you look I, at Mahomes' I, stats right now, I think they're higher than they've ever been with Tyreek. Yeah, think, they are. Um, but I, I hate to say it, but Tyreek was becoming a crutch for Pat. Yeah. It was more of a crutch because he he could, like, you know, he always knew that he could throw it up and Tyreek could be there and this and that, you know. Yeah, but it's like that, it, me- that meme, that meme that said, fuck it, he's back there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that only lasted for a couple of years. Right. You know, but now Pat says, okay, I don't have Tyreek. So, but he's like, but now I can open it up. Yeah. And now even the underneath break into longers. The, the yak, the yards mm-hmm. after catch are like tremendous. He doesn't have to, he's getting the yards. Yep. But he doesn't have to do it all in one throw. Right. Now he's getting it in, you know, with a little bit of lace, throwing that throw, and then letting this guy, you know, make their money and, and show what they can do. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. But and it's uh, great to see. Let's take a quick peek at uh, this Jacksonville game. So uh, Kelsey for six receptions, MVS for three, um, uh, Tony for four, McKinnon for six. Juju for two, Noah Gray for two, Watson for one, Fortin for one, and Sky Moore for one. I mean, good Lord, that is two hands full of receivers that he's thrown to in just one single game. This is not a season. This is a single game. Yep. I mean, it just opens it up. Um, you know, Kelsey 81, MBS for 60, uh, Tony for 57. Good God, man. Welcome Second to the game. City fucking Chiefs, baby. We're happy to have you here. <laughs> and, if I, and if I'm not wrong, I think 10 people have, 10 players have caught touchdowns. 10 different players have yeah. caught touchdowns. Uh, you're probably right. I mean, it's it's spread around, definitely. But I tell it, you what, the game I like the most, and I know we're getting out of Jacksonville real fast, was Kelsey's three touchdowns with 25 yards receiving. No, that's four touchdowns. Seven. Come on. Or four, four, sorry. Come on. Bad. Maybe you want to count. Bill. You should call Wait Lamar up. and see if you Wait can up, <laughs> call Lamar. Hey, shut your pie hole. What's I'm the just matter, saying, you I'm just, I'm just saying, will anyone ever break that? I don't know. I doubt it. There's no way that anybody could do that. <clears throat> um, I do want to, I do want to touch on you guys have talked about McDuffie a little bit. Um, Killing so it. I, I want to do what? Killing it. He, well, let me, let me, uh, when we got into the season and uh, McDuffie went out early, what first game went out uh, on IR and for the past eight games, all I've heard was we can't wait to get him back. We can't wait to get him back. Um, I got to admit, man, I was, I was on the fence there because it's like everybody was talking him up and, you know, we really haven't seen him perform in the NFL yet. That being said, fuck yeah, dude, man, he killed it during Jack for that game. And, uh, you know, I think that everybody who was talking about him for the last few games coming back, I think we're de- definitely dead on with that, uh, with that opinion. 
Hmm. Uh, oh, he was he was killing it in training camp. And when and the problem was, and I love my Chiefs, and we got the best one in Rick Buckholder, but I think they pushed him back too soon on the hamstring from camp, and that's what put him out. And then that's why it it worked. It could not have worked out any better for them to hold him out the 49er game, have the have the bye week, let him get two full weeks of practice. Right. So he's not like going out there, they put him in the 40. That's his first week. He's kind of getting the rust off. No, he got two weeks of full practice. And this kid's a stud. He is so right. you can see it in his interview. Watch his interview. He doesn't sound like a rookie. Mm. If you if you do it, listen to his interview, and he's I mean, he just he sounds like a vet. And he's um that kid's gonna be something special. You watch. Well, hopefully we can hold him in Kansas City for a long time. Cause I was super impressed with watching him actually get thrown at in this Jacksonville game. And uh, you know, I mean, he got he got uh he got torched on one play, which I you know, I uh, torch is really that was a, a bad word. Yeah. That, that was, was a cleaner play though. It was and a what? If anybody anybody else doesn't lay out for that play like straight up Superman, that's an that's an incomplete and everybody's yeah, right. giving him props. You know what I mean? Yeah. That 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 player that made the catch made uh, one Kirk. hell of a play. Yeah. One yeah. hell of a catch. Yep. Yeah, like I say, there was no I mean, no matter how he there was no way to defend it. I mean, you know, so yep. Like I said, torch with mob probably the bad, the wrong word to use there. But you know, he got beat on one, but that was it. It was like, okay, we got it figured out now. Here we go. And uh, yep. yeah, he definitely proved that the rest of the game. So uh, I take back any thought, bad thoughts I had about McDuffie about whether he could play or not because <laughs> he's definitely, uh, he's definitely a baller. So I'm excited. Dude, he's only and he's only going to get better. Yeah, he's it's only like, going to get better, man. I like can't, said, I can't we, wait to see where this kid goes. We uh, get through this. Uh, we got through the uh, first part of the season. Now we got a healthy defense, and it's just going to go, going to go crazy from there. I like that theory. Um, Pikachu, I like to call him Pikachu because he's electric. But Isaiah wow. <laughs> So, so, Mike, our very first, uh, one of our very first episodes, <laughs> he couldn't pronounce. Oh, I couldn't title. pronounce it. Yeah, I couldn't no, pronounce so it. So he's called Pikachu. So we've been keeping that theme up of calling him Pikachu and then going back to Pacheco. Yeah. Um, he had a good week this week against Jacksonville. Uh, put up, what was it? Come on. Come on, Chico. What is it? Oh, 82. Oh, 82 rushing yards or 16 carries 16. for 82 yards. Yep. Sorry, man. You, you, no, you did too long. <laughs> you're good. It's right there. It's right there. Uh, it. But did you guys see the difference between him this week and last week? Yes. He's, and I think he's only going to get better. He's slowing down. I honestly think that, I think as he goes on week by week, I think the game's going to slow down for this kid because. Unlike, I hate to say it, but Clyde irritates me because he doesn't see the hole. He never mm-hmm. sees the cutback lane. He doesn't see the hole. This kid, he'll see it, but he's his legs are moving so damn yeah. fast. You might see it. He just can't change direction to get there. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I think once he slows down and he starts seeing like the cutback lanes and he starts yeah. slowing down, is slowing those feet down a little bit and trusting his blockers. I man, I and because he's a bulldozer and he's right, he's quick and he's got that's why I said I hate to say, it, but mm, I might be out a little bit. 
Clyde might be on the outer ring. Well, I mean, they had Clyde in, I think, what, for a couple plays. He dropped two passes, yeah, but I the, think. But the problem is, is that Pac can do everything Clyde can do. Oh, and I'm not bigger. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. I'm, a, oh, I'm yeah, agreeing no, I'm, with you that he might be on the way out, but yeah, you know, because uh, I mean, you got to figure what Pac is. Pac's like six inches taller, and I want to say he's what eight or eight or twelve pounds heavier. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound like a lot, but when you stretch somebody this way and you give them some more weight, <laughs> you can beat some people up. And what the hell's up with uh, number two? What the hell's his name? I get a Rojo, name. free Rojo. Yeah. What, I, I mean, wanted what, what, to see Rojo on the. I don't know what happened with him. I wanted to see him on the field because he can do it all too. He's I know. A three I, down back. We've been talking about that this whole season, and they're like, "Are they just waiting to put him in fresh, or what the hell are they doing?" I have no clue. They're they're not releasing him. Um, he asked you know. for a release. I know he asked, but they said no. I so, I don't know unless unless they're worried about getting down into the cold the playoffs and. That's not having the backs. That's the only thing that comes to mind to me, or trade capital maybe for something. I don't know. Yeah, but I, now it's too late. No, next year. Next oh. Year. Yeah, I don't know. That's I wanted. I've I've been a Rojo fan since the day we signed him. Yeah, well, he hadn't been on the damn field yet, but I don't know what they're thinking. Nope. Nope. But we have to get this run game going. Once. It, if we get a, an established run game, everybody better watch out. Yep. Well, so I think I, I think holding I I think holding Pacheco out and kind of keeping him keeping him back and letting uh, letting the layer kind of do his thing at the very beginning and letting Pacheco learn the game. I mean, it's proven to be a, a very positive thing for us right now, and it proved it in this Jacksonville game. And I think that, like you said, he's starting to slow down. He's starting to see his holes. He's starting to learn the game in the NFL compared to what it was like in college. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. We've been excited about the run game the whole entire season. I mean, uh, I was a big, uh, what was it, Gordon fan. I liked Gordon. I wish they wouldn't have. I wish they could have worked something out, worked something out with him. But are you talking about Flash Gordon? Flash. Ta -da. Uh, I, want, <laughs> I, I, I wanted to see him do good. I wanted yeah. to see him do good, but he just, to me, he, he let me down. I mean, or or the Chiefs didn't use him the right way. I don't know. He wasn't. He just me. couldn't get on the field. Yeah, I, I don't know. We had way too many young and upcoming guys coming up that poor Flash can get on the field. Yep. Mm -hmm. but, <laughs> yeah. uh, MVS scores his first Kansas City Chief touchdown. Along with who else got their first Chiefs touchdown? I don't know. I'm talking about MVS right now. I'm not talking about any fucking body else. I'm talking about MVS. <laughs> yeah, MVS is about ready for me to beat my head against the wall. Not a big yeah. MVS fan? I'm a big MVS fan, but oh. the problem is, is that he's he's got brick hands this year. Your audio went off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we got we to change your audio up a little bit. Are you there? Yeah, yeah. well, I can hear yeah. you, but you went really tinty. Oh, okay. It sounds like no, no. Oh. Sounds like you're talking with a little bit of helium. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe disconnect and reconnect to the meeting. Think that'll do it? Yeah. Yeah. Is that better? 
Oh, yeah, there, you there, there you go. go. There you yeah. go. All now right. You're, now you're back. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> so, uh, go you're talking about MVS having brick hands. Oh, uh, he's he's had too many, not to say brick hands, but I have a lot of Green Bay fans that are friends, and he had a case of the dropsies last year too. Right on. And this year he's had too many hit him square in the hands. Yeah. Too many. Well, and let me ask you this. Is but that, uh, but he is, is that, young. it's all fixable. Yeah. Is that about changing quarterbacks too and getting a feel for, for your quarterback and the way they throw the speed they throw? I mean, is that, it could that play into it? I, I, w- I would have to say no, only because Aaron Rodgers throws a very hard ball. He can zing it in there and he right. throws one of the best deep passes, just like Pat. I mean, Rodgers can throw a lot of the same passes that Pat throws. But again, last year, MVS had, he had drops. He had, he had quite a few drops last year. Right on. Speak, so, speaking of which. But, say ahead. again. Go ahead. I just hoping that again, he's young and it's fixable. You got, you know, you get the white, right. Wide receivers coach. And, you know, like anybody else, you can always change your game. Right. Yeah. Well, they're going to hire me for the receiving coaching uh, next year since <laughs> Hell, if they could put uh, what the hell is that guy? Uh, the Jeff Saturday. Coach. Yeah, if they could put Jeff Saturday in. <laughs> I could be an I could be an assistant coach right here, man. Hey, uh, you know what? There's he won. That's crazy. He won. But that's but, against the Raiders, one of the worst teams in the NFL. So I don't well, think the rest just, is gonna bode that well. I just, just put the nail in the coffin for the Raiders. Well, <laughs> I I believe who was it? Oh, never mind. I'll leave that for later. Since we're on <laughs> MBS still. Well, now I'm done on MBS. Well, you want to talk about Tony uh, uh, collecting his very first Kansas City Chiefs uh, touchdown? Yeah, that did not take long at all, did it? Not at all. Uh, I mean, dude, I knew I knew that guy was going to be good, and I tried telling my wife, and she's like, "Yeah, right. Why are they going to get?" Rid of him? <laughs> I'm like, "She goes, he's hurt." I'm like, "I swear to I I screenshotted when he said he wasn't hurt. He goes, I'm not hurt. He goes, I'm ready to play." And I'm like, oh hell yeah! Maybe he I was. Go first, <laughs> I go a first round draft pick with a chip on his shoulder that's healthy, and then when I seen him hopping into the end zone on his hamstring, oh dude, that was awesome. That's why he, <laughs> that's why he did that because he was hopping in on that hamstring. Maybe he did it on. Maybe some of these players, you know, and it's been proven they fake injury, you know, just to get the fuck off the team well, and go somewhere else. Yeah, but here's the thing: the thing is, is that he's been saying he's healthy. It was the Giants that have oh, made him a healthy scratch. Gotcha, They're the gotcha. ones that held him out, not him. He's yeah. been one, he's been trying to get on the field. Yeah. And it's like, oh hell no. And then did you see how happy he is at Kansas City? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That, oh, yeah. that interview, that, that big smile that he had during the interview. Yeah. yeah, go go That's watch why everybody's calling him the Joker. Yeah, go watch <laughs> go watch the franchise this week, this past episode of the franchise on YouTube. They he, they do a full-on interview with him and talk to him and go through everything with him. It's it's awesome, and he's right. so happy to be there talking to Andy and all that stuff. So, oh, I, yeah, I haven't watched it yet. Well, well you the, know, you know that it's going to be a good thing when when Patrick Mahomes comes down to meet you coming into Arrowhead the day that you yeah. show up. Yeah. So right? that, that reminds me of what I was going to say. You pumpkin pie haircutted freak. Listen here, so, Baldy. Hey, uh, <laughs> so the Packers, I don't follow their organization closely, trust me. Um, 
Casey Michael probably know they let go of another their twenty twenty one draft pick, who's a receiver also today or yesterday. Really? Um, Did they? Yeah, I can't. I don't know his name. I heard it. I was driving to my physical therapy appointment and heard it on Sirius XM. So, hey, Chiefs, uh, you want to get another first round pick uh, right? over there? You know, <laughs> hey, um, knowing Brett, knowing Brett Veach, he might kick the tires on that. Yeah, you know, um, I I don't know who it was, but it was their twenty twenty one pick. Um, they let go. But I'll I'll Google it while you guys go on the next conversation. Pete? People are dropping first round picks like nobody's bit. Look at the Chargers just dropped their first yep. round pick from a few years ago, Jerry Tillery. Yep. I was just reading that article just a little bit ago about that. I'm that, not going to uh, lie. I wanted him. I'm a Golden Domer. I wanted him bad. <laughs> yeah. I guess we were too far down that waiver wire. But uh, yeah. Did you see where he ended up in? Yes. I, I love, I love the analogy of that. He went from a, a bad AFC West team to the, worst a team. Oh, uh, they, they, uh, it's, it's, uh, uh, shit. <laughs> Damn it. Amari Rogers. Oh yeah. Amari Rogers. They got, yeah, rid of the, yeah, they dumped them today. Really? Wow. No, 80, 85th overall pick in 2021. Oh, so he was a second round pick. Yeah. Second. Sorry. I thought it was first, oh, okay. but, but either way, I, you know, he has I, been one of the biggest production players out of green bay why well, would they, they want to drop him they, they said because he's dropped too many passes i think oh. that's why they got rid of mvs too could be i unfortunately i heard some like i said i heard some rumblings from green bay fans oh actually he's a third rounder third oh rounder. yeah huh? my bad 85 yeah 72 yeah but anyway, I don't know. I just throw that out there. And there's also a rumor they're still talking about Odell Beckham. I don't think we need Odell Beckham. I think he's probably a head case and thinks he's better than everybody else. I don't else. think he is. I don't think he's a head case. No, I don't know. I'm, I'm just hypothesizing. I, no, I, in, my opinion, in my opinion, I don't think he was a head case because he wasn't really that bad in um, in Cleveland until they fucked with him and they were doing a whole bunch of stupid shit. And he was good in L.A. And, I mean, yeah, he did some weird and meltdown stuff in New York, but right. I think he was just young back then. Hey, uh, I, I think if we took him on a vet deal for the rest of the year into the playoffs, I think Beach would jump on it if, if he did it. Can you well, imagine? Especially you don't know what's going on with Juju. Yeah, and and, and if he, they, they say he's good, but you don't ever know if anything's lingering. Yeah. And you never know if Juju ever goes out again. If you well, they, if you get Odell, you know Odell only played on one point two five million dollars last year, right? Yeah, and he's looking for a Super Bowl contender. You know, the top four: Philly, Dallas, Chiefs, and Bills is what I read the other day. So, I don't know. Got room, the Bills got room for him. I don't know. I don't know how much room we have. I mean, I know we have a couple. I know we have a million or two or something like that. Just, can we have like three point five mil to work with here? <laughs> well, didn't we use some of that on uh, Tony? On Tony, I don't. It wasn't much because no, he's still on a rookie oh, contract, isn't he? No, yeah, we we paid next to nothing for Tony. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, then we got two and a half. Oh wait, million. we didn't pay anything for Tony. Well, we got. We pay just him. gave the third and the sixth. 
Well, I said we got to pay him a salary of some sort. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, I don't but know, anyway. Brett Veach so, will figure it out. So since I, we're talking about receivers there, Golden Jay. Yeah. How, how pissed were you yesterday? Now, you yesterday. Know, or sorry, Sunday. I was sleeping. I was sleeping and, yesterday. I had the Monday blahs. <laughs> so that, the hit on Juju, right? Yep. Let's talk. What, let's talk about what, that hit what, on Juju. Was was obvious head, you know, to the head. It was uh, obvious. It was obvious to the person who threw the flag. I'll be back. I'm getting my charger. All right. Keep going. But it, but it wasn't. Somehow they immediately picked up the flag, and on the Arrowhead jumbotrons, they did nothing. And Chico can attest to this. But yep. play that clip. For a minute straight, basically stop, start the stop, entire start. the entire crowd just screaming. Yeah, the uh, top of their lungs. I think we went through two or three different chants. Uh, you know, uh, bullshit, bullshit, mm-hmm. bullshit, bullshit was the first one. Ref suck, ref <laughs> yeah. suck, ref yeah. suck, and then just a bunch of booing. Um, uh huh. So, what I wanted to make an a, a comparison to. And I didn't watch all of the games because obviously, you know, getting back to the house and all that, um, the Airbnb. But on the Sunday night game, uh, watch that power and light, by the way. Yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> uh, watch, watch, watching Herbert, you know, as a, be a running back as he's running. The one guy is tackling him. The other guy, inadvertently, you know, whatever you want to call it, you know, he hits him in the head. So he was he was a runner at that point too. Yeah. So, you know, he twisted his body. I was getting hit. And it was, and to me, it looked kind of incidental. Yeah, fine. Give him a 15 yard penalty and move on. No, 15 yard penalty and the ejection. ejection. But they do nothing on Juju. They do nothing when he had hunted MVS. I mean, the, same guy. Yeah. Cecil, whatever. Cecil. Cisco. Cisco. Cisco, whatever. And, uh, I was so pissed. I'm like, I'm like, come on. And this happened last, the Monday night game. They missed that, you know, that face mask, uh, pulling the guy down. He landed awkward on his shoulder. Now he's out for two to four weeks, I'm hearing. I mean, the rest of this year are atrocious, just plain atrocious. And with that, it's yours. Um, my opinion was, and I watched it, uh, you know, uh, when when your TV speakers uh, crack because of the sound of the helmet on helmet, um, I can only imagine what it sounded like in the stadium when when he when Cisco hit Juju. Uh, to me, that was a malicious the way that he came into it. It was very malicious. It was very um, it was definitely a a, a defenseless receiver coming, you know, going down there. Um, I am surprised that uh, they picked the flag up. Um, I was pissed. I was more pissed when he did the exact same thing to MVS, almost yep. identical in the way that he hit him, lowering his shoulder down and just just cracking. And once again, MVS, even more of a defenseless receiver than Juju was. I mean, at least Juju had kind of gotten his head around. I don't think MVS did at all. No. Um, well, no, Cisco launched at him. He yeah. left his feet and launched at him. At MVS? Yes. Yeah. When he yeah. hit and when he and when he hit Juju, if you see the replay, you can see him in the background eyeing up the hit. He knew if Juju caught it or if Juju didn't catch it, he was gonna hit him in the head. 
Right. And on. the thing that pissed me off is how can you pick that up when you know it was a head contact? When you see Juju's hand sticking out from his body, oh, like yeah. this, you know well, it's a head. Well, you heard yeah. what Andy Reid said, right? You heard what uh -huh. Andy Reid told the refs, did you? Or did you read it? No, I did not. He's like, shoulder to shoulder contact? You think my guy would be laying on the ground, passed out? No, it's a fucking head to the head. It's not a uh, shoulder pad hit. He's like, shoulder pad hits, your player's not down on the ground for, you know, three minutes. Mm -mm. And and he there was some other commentary he gave, but that just sticks out in my head what he told the refs during the game. Well, let me uh, let me read this to you real quick. Um, Romeo, Romeo, this is from yeah. Where art thou, Romeo? Uh, this ain't none of your sweet sixteen letters, are they? <laughs> <laughs> what? Maybe this is actually uh, this is uh, an email. Wait, 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 Phil, this is his letters that he sent to Penthouse for him when he was fifteen. Hold on. <laughs> hey, I was a pizza delivery boy, and uh, it was and a, a cold, <laughs> snowy evening. And the and the, and the school bus broke down. And the school, the school bus broke down. Uh, this he, failed is, to mention, he failed to mention it was a short bus. Hey, don't make fun of the short bus. I had I had many adventures on the short bus. Um, this is actually from uh, uh, you know uh, from the coach. Uh, you know uh, Rob. He sent us an email. Uh, it says I want to voice my opinion on the officiating in the NFL. The no call that occurred on the hit of Juju by one Mr. Cisco was bullshit. It was clearly helmet to helmet on a defenseless player. Mr. Thug, as he will now be called, attempted the same type of hit on MVS just a couple of plays later. He should be penalized and removed from the game. My solution to the poor officiating is the official should be fined for poor calls. In the case of Mr. Thug, he needs to watch his back the next time we played the Jaguars. A very pissed off Chiefs fan, coach. Oh yeah, I I couldn't agree more. Why are we not doing this? Why is this? Why is this a thing that we are not doing? That these officials are not getting penalized for doing the proper job. So I mean, the way that the way ahead. they work officials is they're graded each game. Each game, they get a grade. If they fall below a certain grade, then they're booted out. So they can call, and I'm just being facetious here, right? They can call two horrible games and then call two decent games, and they'll probably be fine. But I'm with you. Or coach, hey, you make an atrocious call or an atrocious non-call, find them just like they do the players. If, if, if the players make an atrocious hit. Yeah, do the same thing. I'm all for it. Yeah. I think I think it's I think it's uh, I think it's a wise thing that we just start making them uh, accountable for what they're out or, there doing. Or my other option that I was thinking about anything that's I'm going to go two ways here, right? One is PI. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. One is pat, pass interference, and any penalty that is 15 yards personal foul is reviewable. That Meaning, can work. Meaning it should have been a penalty. You know, the right. flag was down. We can say, review it. We agree with whoever threw that flag. You know, now the non-calls, you know, I, I don't know about the non-calls, right? You know, but at least anything that's 15 yards, you know, personal foul, you know, type stuff and, and PI should be reviewable, 
you know, that's just my two cents. I mean, somebody somebody in New York is watching all of these games. They see a play happen. They say that needs to be reviewed. Yeah, but they – uh, yeah, I agree. But what happens is when they don't throw a flag, they can't inadvertently come back and give a flag. Yeah, because that's got to be – Now, 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 now I, I would say they can kick the player out. They should be able to do that. Hey, yeah. that was clear headhunting. Hey, you're not going to get a penalty yards, but we're going to kick him out. Yeah, but you're on the yeah. sideline the rest of the game. Yeah. yeah. Can, can New York call it up in less than two minutes? Is that what it is under two minutes? Is that uh, if, if I seen that where they can call a review from New York? They've well, done it in seconds. Yeah, say, so yeah, if they're watching the game and they see it and they're like, hey, wait a second, we're calling that back. We're, we're going to make this call for you. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what and that's what that's what pissed me off. Touchdowns in a heartbeat. Well, that's what pissed yeah. me off on the the Sunday night game. Herbert, as a runner, gets hit in the head, and they eject the guy, give him fifteen yards. A defenseless right. receiver is up in the air, gets knocked the fuck out. Nothing. Don't get it. Oh, you know why? He's a quarterback, but you know what? He's a friggin' runner, and it was inadvertent anyway. So mm-hmm. New York made that call. The ref. Did not make the call to eject the defensive player. They were just going to mark 15 yards. So even New York's got their head up their ass, is what I'm saying. Right on. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I'm, I'm all I'm all for fines in short and some type of replay. Accountability. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Accountability. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because those calls can make such a. Di- I mean, if you yeah. go back and look at it. If you go back and look at it, go back to that Carolina game. That guy, that guy was half a step outside the boundaries of the field. He wasn't even really on the field when he took off his helmet for that rep to call sportsman-like conduct yeah. after that guy just caught the winning uh, touchdown to put his team ahead. He was out of the end zone, to the back, almost completely out of the end zone, all excited, yep. and he took it off and – all of a sudden, they're going to throw a flag. Then it changed. Yep. That was a bad flag. I'm sorry. That was a bad flag. Well, and I, I can and, and it did have an effect on the game. Well, just like last night's game, the non-call on that horrible face mask, you know, I mean, they just let it go. I mean, how can you miss that? And the replay shows the back judge is right there. Looking right at it? Yeah. I don't get it. I mean. That was, the, uh, that was the Philadelphia game last night? Yeah. Seriously, man, I had the Monday blahs, man. I went to bed and uh, I missed the, I missed the whole thing. So, uh, you know, I have a conspiracy theory on all this, but, you know, that's maybe another show. But who's doing a lot of the uh, um, uh, commercial ads and sponsoring the NFL right now? And I'm cool. going to tell you I'm going to tell you what I did last night. Philadelphia against Washington. Casey, Mike. What? I, I took Washington for fifty dollars on the money line. You know why? Why? Because everyone was on Philly or or the plus or minus 13 points. Um, What's happening is I, I notice a small pattern on these big, big games where all the money swinging one way. Guess what happens in the end? Eh, Vegas rakes it in. You got like, better- like they used to do with boxing. Yeah, I mean, you got BetMGM, you got DraftKings, you got all these people running ads during football games inside of the stadium. You see it running around the banners. Our own players are doing it. 
Yeah, I don't know if it's you know a factor or not. I you know I I can't prove a damn thing. I'm just saying a hypothesis. You know, never know. No, well, stranger mean, things have happened. That's yeah, happened. <laughs> well, it's happened in the NBA. It's happened in college football. I mean, at college basketball. There's a couple Netflix on it. I mean, it's just really weird that these refs are that bad this year. I mean, I right? Just, I don't know what it is. And it's like blatant, like crazy, like the, like the, uh, you know, you go back to the um, New Orleans game, the quarterback sack, the quarterback sack, uh, uh, and don't bring you know, that up again. It brings tears to my eyes. So it's you know, it's it's just it's craziness. Yeah, like you said, this year has been like really nuts. And, and I'm not just talking Chiefs. I'm, I I watch oh, all no, games, football in general. Know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that Brady wasn't the Brady game against the Panthers where Brady, the guy rolled Brady over on top of him and they said he roughed him. Yeah, I mean it's ridiculous. It's it's but then but then they'll let other quarterbacks just get destroyed. Like Mahomes. Didn't yep. want to didn't want to throw that elephant out there, but <laughs> I'll throw it out there because I've seen it many a times, you know, where his his face mask is over here. Oh yeah, sideways. But but, but no penalty, you know. Oh no, you didn't or, slap him in the head. You didn't face mask him. You didn't do any of that. I didn't see shit. Or was it the Titans game where the defender grabbed him after the whistle of blowing, he slammed him on the ground. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's horrible. But hey, you know what? The one thing that I give Pat respect about is he just says we gotta play our game and he goes he goes and then we just gotta do our work. And, and see, it's that's, like you never hear him complain about shit like yeah. that. And that's the difference in the good teams and the bad teams, right? You're gonna get bad calls against you. Either your defense needs to step up or when your offense gets back on the field, they need to step up or both of them. You know, some teams can't recover from a bad call, you know, when it's oh no late in the game or you know, whatever. So you know, and I give kudos to our defense yet again. You know, you know, it seems like they're playing like shit for a quarter and then they just bam, they're on it, you know. Um, you know, and and, and I'm good with that. You know, it, that bender don't break crap. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> as you mentioned earlier, Casey Mike, you know, getting all these defensive players back that are fresh, you know, invigorated, you know, I, I and I believe, and don't quote me on this, you know, we always say that. Um, yeah, please the, don't quote us on anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. These, these are our, <laughs> our opinions, but I think we have one of the easier schedules going forward at this point um, in the season. But if you looked at it at the beginning of the season, this would have the second half would have been one of the strongest. Um, but since those teams are playing like shit, it's now um, one of the easiest schedules. Um, so hey, nothing's a given. Nothing's no, a given. Look especially at the, in football. Look at the indie game. You know, you know, you know, any, anything can happen. I mean, I'm sure you guys remember, remember when the Packers were supposed to go 17 and 0 and win the mm. Super Bowl and everything. And we roll into green Bay with Romeo Cornell mm. and we whoop <laughs> up on them. And it's like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. Yeah. That's the, greatest, that's the greatest thing about, about football. You know, it's not like, you know, baseball, you have to have good pitching and good hitters that, Man, you can have a subpar team, a decent team, because everybody gets paid in the NFL. Yeah. You know, they're all professionals. They're all they're all good draft picks at one time. But it just takes a team to have a good day and for you to have a ball not bounce your way, and you can lose to somebody yeah. that you had no right to. I mean, we 
you know, it, we had honestly no right losing to Indy. We honestly had no right losing to the Bills. But, you know, it's like, it's football. And that's you, any given Sunday. <laughs> any given, any given Sunday, Sunday. That's the best part about it. I mean, yeah. I don't want it to be any, any given Sunday with our team, but, you know, yeah. we've been, hey, we've been there. I just talked about that helmet rule. Don't you guys remember when we were playing the Browns and uh, we, we were, were nine and zero, and and Rudd took his helmet off on the field and slammed it. Oh got, yeah, yeah. And we got to kick an extra field goal and we won the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're never out. And dude, that's the greatest thing about Pat is, you know, back in the day we used to be down seven or ten, and I said, oh man, fuck. <laughs> now we get down ten or seven, and I'm like, all right. When's the second? When's the second or third quarter starting? Yep. I'm like, yeah, yeah. This engine's gonna get revved up pretty soon. Y'all gonna be mad. Well, that's why I told <laughs> Jeremy. It's kind of like we want to spot them points just so they don't feel bad for showing up. <laughs> it's like it's like everybody's our little brother, yeah. and it's like, oh yeah, here, let me spot you a couple of touchdowns because I'm just kind of here to whip the piss out of you. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And not, not that my is, good for my heart when they do that kind of crap, but you know, hey, all you need is 13 seconds, three timeouts, and Patrick fucking Mahomes. That's all you need, right? Right. <laughs> Dude, awesome. I, it's amazing how lucky we got to have a a person like that dropped in our lap. Mm. I mean, you look you look at all the quarterbacks that have come throughout the ages and stuff. And they're all no, great. Hold on. No, they weren't. <laughs> no, no, not ours. Not oh, ours. Not I thought you were talking about ours. ours. I was like, no, oh, no, 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 they weren't. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Oh, okay, the okay. Time. Yeah. They were good at this. They were good at that. But this kid is smart. He knows how to reach the people. He's a businessman. He knows how to talk to his players. You know, who the – who the fuck builds their own training facility in Texas just to bring his wide receivers down there? Yeah, no, right. He owns his own facility down there. Yeah, he's a he's a smart man. I, I give you that. I knew I was going to be doing this a lot when I got drafted. So let me just buy my own jetliner service. <laughs> <laughs> oh my he must God. have taken some pointers from Sammy Hagar. I'm assuming. Yeah. You know, you know who, you know who I think he took a lot of pointers out of, and, and to no lie, is he took he took a whole bunch of pages out of Tom Brady's book. I think Pat took, and when I say that, I'm talking about as far as the business side of it, as yeah. far as business as in business, and also business as in the team business. Because if you ever look back to the thing, Tom Brady was never the highest paid quarterback ever. He restructured his contracts on a continuous basis yep. so Bill Belichick could buy more players. And yep. like Pat said, if I take all the money, how are they supposed to build a team around me? Yeah, he already did that this season again. So The guy's I, like complete. We got so, so lucky having him yeah. and Travis. Yeah, I gotta say Travis did the same thing, you know, uh to free up the money that three point three million or whatever. Oh yeah. Dude, Travis is gonna go down as one of the greatest all time Chiefs no. ever. The greatest tight end ever, hopefully. Oh, but, most definitely the greatest tight end ever. But did well, he's, well, he's well outside ballot. outside of Jeremy, he'll be the best tight end. 
But that's okay because Jeremy will be always the best wide receiver. Oh, there we no, go. That's, that's Phil. He's the best wide receiver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He's also the best Dude, center. Can you imagine that? I mean, we, we have two Hall of Famers on our team at the same time. First ballot Hall of Famers. We have two furless first ballot Hall of Famers playing together on our team. Right I'll, now. I'll, I'll up you to three. I'm going to go with three. If I'm thinking yep. the same one, you Chris? are. Yep. Chris? No. Nope. On the team right now? Yeah, he's on the team. Hall of Famer. Yeah. First first ballot. I think he might be the the all-time. I think he's probably number one as a Hall of Famer on the Kansas City. Yep. Leaving Pat and Travis as two and three. I love that look, man. Yeah, you know he, who? Yeah, he might. Yeah. Not a player. <laughs> no, but he's he said on he was the on the team. He's on the Chiefs. Uh, no, nice try. No, you nice said try. on the Chiefs. On nice the Chiefs. Try. Nice, try. <laughs> nice try. Nice try. I love that look, man. I love that. <laughs> he might, uh, he's like, what the hell are yeah. you guys talking about, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I just ran the roster through my head like four times. <laughs> I'm like, you dirty son of a bitch. That squirrel is tired too right oh, now, man. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, man. Like this. I know, right? <laughs> I tell you what. Every he's time nubs, he's got nubs now. <laughs> every time they they show Andy Reid when he was in that punt passing kick, you know, oh my god, where he's like he's like the jolly green giant next to these little, you know, two feet people, and they're the, the same age. The fact the fact that they had to go into the Rams locker room. And get him a Ram. That's an actual Rams jersey or um, <laughs> oh, a really? Rams uniform. Yeah, really. He, he had to go. They had to go into the Rams locker room, and I don't. You can look it up, but I don't remember the guy's name. But they got an NFL player's uh, uniform or jersey or whatever to bring it huh. out to put it on him, so he could do that pump pass or kick at the Coliseum. That's insane. I mean, that's when you cool, look at him, that's a grown man's. Yeah, yeah. that's a grown man's jersey. <laughs> Every uh, time I see that, I just crack up. Along with his commercial with Patrick Mahomes, you know. Oh doing, yeah! Oh my like, God! He's the like, I'm going to get to the bottom to this. <laughs> it's, it's priceless, man. All right. I think so, it's funny anyway, that, that was his. That's his attitude all the time. People just don't see that, you know. You know, when they're doing the interviews and stuff like that. But yeah. Pat says that he's funny like that all the time. Oh, right. I can imagine. So I hey, had a question, go ahead. Jeremy. Yeah. Did we did we say our scores yet? Nah, this <laughs> no, we are just got we just dove right in with both feet, man. Oh. Who won this week? Uh, I don't I don't know. I don't know. How do we do, Chico? He's gonna uh... look it up. So Chiefs said 31-3 Chiefs. I said 30-17 Chiefs. And the oh. Emperor the Emperor said 34-13 Chiefs. I think Chico's got this one. I got it by missed it by three, three points. points. All right. <laughs> so well, we always we always do a score prediction of the game and oh yeah, we're gonna put know. Mike in here too. Yeah, well, yeah. we're gonna have to have Mike. Yeah. Uh I never Let's... do score predictions. Never. never. Never? Never, ever. Not one time in my life have I ever predicted the score of a Chiefs game. Is that a uh, superstition or? 
Yeah, I guess. I just right I've on. never done it. I've it's I've never bet on the Chiefs either. I uh, see that I'll never do. I'll never bet. I've, I never I've actually never, actually sink money and you know, do. The only thing I've done bet on the Chiefs as far as betting on the Chiefs is uh in uh um you know like the football pools that you do and stuff like that. Yeah, I'll right. bet with my Chiefs, but other than that I've I've never bet on my Chiefs cuz that's just I, random. I football. I can't even I can't even do fantasy football. Cause I would end up drafting like the fourth <laughs> to be on my team before I draft anybody else from other some other shithole team. I would, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, same I, I'd, end up, I'd end up drafting like butt kicker jockstrap holder or something to, <laughs> to be on my team before I draft like the first round wide receiver. Oh, that's great! I'd be hey, the worst fantasy football owner ever. Hey, speaking of Bucker, uh, I want I want I want to put this out there. I want everybody to get off of his back. There's been a bunch of memes and all kinds yeah. of bullshit. I mean, Harrison Bucker is probably one of the best kickers in the NFL. He's had a couple misses. It happens. Guess what? It's fucking football. Um, these guys who are jumping on and sending these memes out that we need to send him packing that that this bullshit. Uh, the guy just come off a horrific fucking ankle sprain that kept him out for what was that? Um, four or five games. Yeah. yeah. Um, dude, how awesome was it that our safety? <laughs> oh, I love it that Justin Reed can come yeah. in and do that. Dude, and that it, was it, just, I thought it was a gimmick. I didn't know that Bucker was hurt at first. I'm like, well, why is he kicking this? <laughs> And then I then the announcer said, "Yeah, he's out of the game." I'm like, "Okay, makes sense." Yeah, because you were you were there for that game, so you didn't see yeah. it. Uh, I no. mean, as it happened, I mean that was oh, it was horrible. Uh, you know, Harrison Butker is still ten times better than any of the kickers they and Matt Amdola or um, well, the other guy didn't do too bad, <laughs> right. but but uh, you know, dude, dude, Amendola got us a penalty on a kickoff. Before the <laughs> the, the freaking clock expire, who does that? As I, I'll be honest, I've never seen that on a kickoff. That no, we, I, 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 when that happened, I'm like, what the hell is this guy doing? Why isn't he kicking the ball? The time is fucking. It's at zero. I have never seen that in my in any game I've watched. I'm sure it's happened, but yeah, he not, he helped us lose that game. Yeah, I have never seen that ever happen. Have you guys? Was that, was that the Colts game? Probably. Yeah, was it? Yeah, I was yeah. just I was flabbergasted because I was like, really? A penalty on a kickoff because you didn't kick the ball? Seriously? Anyway. You know his bite thing is I love Bucker. People that are angry about Bucker and kicking him out of town and all this kind of <laughs> Where is he going? I'll be right know. back. I need a beer. I'm out. Oh, oh hey, I gotta have priorities. <laughs> Why don't you prioritize a fridge next to that fucking table? Yeah, well, <laughs> I think I drink four beers in an hour. Put a cooler in Yeah, don't you have a nice cheap cooler? Yeah. Yes, I do. You bastard. <laughs> oh yeah, there's the empties. That's uh, yeah. We got priorities. We got priorities, right, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, it's uh. <laughs> What were you saying about Bucker? We don't need Phil for my, this. My thing that pisses me off about Bucker is, yeah, he's missed some stuff and it's cost us, but and they want to drive him out of town. But you know, how many interceptions has Pat thrown that's cost us? How many times has Kelsey fumbled or dropped the pass that's cost us? How many times has Tyreek dropped the pass that's cost us? Yeah, you know, 
How, you know what I mean? It, well, even flip that like around. They want a hamstring bucker, but how many games has he won for us? Exactly. How many? How many? Two, two, three 58 yard field goals in a fucking row after yep. our guys caused uh, the penalty. And Bucker still nails it 58, 58. Yep. You know what I mean? Oh, so, yeah. I agree I mean, with you 100%. Trust me. My, my, my wife's on Bucker the worst more than anybody in this country. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. She's all <laughs> over Bucker. When he misses, her thing is. You've got one job to do. <laughs> like, Girl, do you realize, you know, there's a lot of people. The president's got one job to do, too, and it, it ain't an easy job. I go, <laughs> I go, I go. But, I mean, he has the, the, ex, the extra points are killing me, though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, like I said, I, you know, he's still coming off. He's coming off his injury. I mean, he's not I, in my mind. He's still not a hundred percent. He's um, not a hundred percent. He said he wasn't. Yeah. So I mean, you know, let's cut him some slack. Shit happens. It is what it is. He's still he's still probably one of the best kickers to ever play in Kansas City. Oh, no question. Um, I know we've great at the top five in the league right now. Oh yeah, one hundred. Yep, for sure. But yeah, I was yeah, I just wanted to bring that up uh, you know, um as we progress through my list of shit that I've got lit- written down here. <laughs> that I what, the, uh, what uh, the hell's left on it? Uh let's talk about uh let's talk about they flex the uh they flex the Chargers game now. We have talked about this. Uh, I think we talked yeah. about it last week. They have flexed the uh, Chargers right. game. It is going to be Sunday night instead of uh what was it? Set for was it a four o'clock game? Yeah, no, it was a three. Was, yeah. 325. Yeah. Well, depending on which time zone you're in, boys. <laughs> yeah, it's a one o'clock game for me. Right on. Um, so yeah, they flexed it to uh to Sunday night, which you know, I love that I've spent a ton of money on direct TV Super yeah. Bowl uh yeah. or Sunday tickets so that they can keep flexing <laughs> these games into uh you, into you, prime time. You, you and me both, Jeremy. <laughs> I have yet, I have yet to watch a game on NFL Sunday ticket. How much uh, is that now? Did oh, I want? It's what? It's sixty dollars a month for six months. It's, it's I think. like two two hundred and forty nine dollars. Yeah, season, and I haven't used it. I used it. La- I used it on Sunday. The Jacksonville game was actually uh, not not local, so I used my NFL Sunday ticket on Sunday too. But that was a ticket to go into the game and watch it live. <laughs> <laughs> so they fucked the game. Casey, by the way. Bastard. Yeah, yep. that was good. So they yep. flexed the game. Um, we lost Chico. He must have needed a beer too. Good lord. <laughs> hey, usually I don't go through four beers this fast, but Casey Mike's I'm having a great time here, man. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for you since you, you you can't drink. I'll have one for you. <laughs> I got oh, me man. some uh I got me some uh Casey pills going on here. Can't go All wrong nice. with uh Kansas City's uh, very own Boulevard. I love yep. the KC Pills. Boulevard's t- my favorite. Hey, I Boulevard tell you what, beans, yeah. Jeremy, they should be coming out with the winter brew that comes in like a champagne bottle. Um, really? They do it spring or spring and fall or whatever their schedule is, and they come in, come in like you know, you pop it like you would a champagne. Nice. And it's usually really good. If huh. I see it, I will pick them up. All right. Grab one while you're out there. Uh, Minnesota beats Buffalo in ah. uh, two weeks in a row now that the Bills have been uh, on the L list. 
Which but Josh now- Allen would never throw an interception at the end of the game, let alone in the end zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the Did most- I get that right? That's the most yeah. amazing. That was the most amazing pick I've ever seen because it wasn't even contested. He threw it right to the Minnesota guy. Yeah, the guy in the radio was like, "I don't know what he was looking at." <laughs> he threw two in the end zone. Yeah, in that so game, he threw two picks in the end zone. Yeah, so Jeremy, I called Jeremy as I was driving from the stadium uh, back to my Airbnb. He's like, "Dude, are you listening to, or did you hear about the?" The Buffalo and uh, uh, shit just lost the other team. Minnesota. Minnesota. Thank you. I was like, yeah, I heard that they were down by three or up by three. He's like, no, they're up. I'm like, yes. And then I hung up and uh, listened to the rest of the game in the driveway of the Airbnb. I didn't leave. (laughs) I did not leave the vehicle until that game was over. Yeah, that was a great ending to a game, especially, uh, you know, if you're a Chiefs fan and how much we just don't like the Bills these days. Uh, it's become quite the rivalry, I think. Uh, um, well, but yeah, it was great. A- to, uh, I know that last week when we were there for the uh, for the Titans game and we were walking into the pro shop and the Jets had just beat the Bills. And when we're all high five and people we don't even know walking down, <laughs> walking into the pro shop, it was amazing. So, oh, look, and, he went and got the sign. Oh, he went and got the whiteboard. That's what he got. So two good things happened this week, in my opinion. Um, Philly lost. They were due. And yeah. the Bills lost. And the reason why I'm happy about it is I'm so freaking tired of hearing everything of how great the Bills are and how great Philly is. That's all they talk about. The, the rest of the NFL doesn't exist, you know, when you're talking to these analysts and everybody else. And guess what now? Oh, the Bills are now third in the division. You know, I'm like, yeah, it happens. Stop talking them up so much. You know, I mean, it drives me insane. You know, it, it all they talk about Buffalo, Philly. And that's why I don't mind when they don't when when they don't talk up the Chiefs or when they put us down in the power rankings. I like it. Yeah, because it pisses us off. I think. I I like being down there because I, I like be I like when they second get and then and then all those guys in the locker room they hear all the noise. Oh yeah, you know, and you know, and you know, Pat's taking notes. Yeah, you know, and, and every one of his trainers even says he takes notes. You know, and uh, that he, one, that one guy on GMA who's he's, I think he, he is definitely a closet Chiefs fan. I just can't remember his name. I don't watch it that often. Traeger? Yeah, he's kind of Peter Traeger. Yeah, yeah, because he's always Chiefs, and everyone else is like, "Why are you always?" You know. Well, that's because Kyle Brandt's a, a Buffalo Bills guy. Yeah, see, I don't watch it that often. I usually watch it like in the, towards the beginning of the season just to get a vibe for what they're thinking. And uh, but yeah, he always comes out and goes, "Chief," I'm like, "I like this guy." Yeah, so, my wife puts it on every morning before she gets ready for work. Yeah, I record it. Every, I mean, I probably have ten recordings upstairs, but I just I don't have time to watch it, and I've already seen the game happen, so I'm done. You can but always yeah. catch the replay. But, Jeremy, thanks for uh, letting me know about that game so I hey. can enjoy it in the car, you know, not <laughs> knowing that this was, you know, going to be a prolific game of that nature. Yeah. Dude, both of them, even the Broncos game came down to the wire. Who? The Broncos game actually came no. down to the wire. <laughs> what game? Who are they? <laughs> I'm, being yeah, funny. Right? I'm being funny. I mean, funny. I thought it was going to be a blowout, and it, it actually got kind of – kind of because. See, I'm over here on the West Coast, so I had yeah. the Broncos game, and everybody. So 
I have my daughter that lives in Maine and all my friends and, and, and my cheese people and like, Oh my God, are you watching? No, I got that stupid ass. <laughs> <on TV." laughs> well, you, you can spend $250 to not use yeah. the service <laughs> that we have. Yeah, negative. Hey, no, I, I do my dofu, uh, the dofu streaming. And then, um, other than that, I'll, I'll find a way. Yeah. Yeah. I heard they're going to, um, they're going to open that up next year. Yeah, it's all changing next year. No one's come out with what they're doing. This is the last year, to my knowledge, of the direct TV deal. Yep. Um, I've heard people talking about doing a la carte, meaning you can just pick a game and watch it and pay for it, or you know, season pass. I, I've heard different, you know, uh, ways that they're going to divvy this out instead of letting one company own it as an enterprise. When I got when I got Sunday ticket, you had to buy the dish from Circuit City, and you. Oh, had I remember stop. all that shit. Remember that? I think oh, you yeah. had to, you had to you had to have somebody turn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you still do. You still do. You still got to get somebody to come in with their little dial and get it no, dialed you, in the right spot. I, yeah. I was too cheap to do it. I did it myself. I, oh. I did it my this. Yeah, I did it myself like twenty twenty something years ago. And it was yeah. like, yeah. And then after that, I had it for a while. And then I was like, no. <laughs> I got to give it up. All, all right. Well, all right, Chief. I'm going to go 34-31 Kansas City over the Chargers. I think it's going to be another close game. Um, But I do believe we're going to we're going to beat them in the end. So, all right. I'm going to go much different than you. I'm gonna go, gonna go totally opposite. <laughs> I'm gonna go forty-one to forty-one. I thought you were gonna go seven there for a minute. <laughs> no, I had to think about it. And Chico, he is going twenty. Twenty-eight seventeen. There you go. Twenty-eight seventeen. He's gonna keep it close too, somewhat. Um, you know, and once I'm again- gonna go not enough to too many Chiefs. <laughs> uh, I like that answer. I like uh I like that when uh, the Raiders and the Chargers come in they play hard against the Chiefs because they know that that's the standard. That's you know, that's their Super Bowl cuz they obviously they're not even going to get in the playoffs this year cuz they're just going to start sucking the hind tit and Chargers oh, are just hurts. keep falling down but that's why I pick such a close score. All right. I think that we got the Bills down now. You know. I mean, not the Bills, damn it. You got Bills on my face. Did you see the blank look on my face, Lamar? I just (laughs) totally lost what you were saying. (laughs) The Chargers. I I I think we... If you look, I looked a lot like a homeless guy from Cleveland. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that 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 big dumpster fire out there in Cleveland. But uh, yeah, the no, I, I, th- I think we got their number. I think we got them figured out. I think the rest of the league's figured them out. You know, um, I think I think they're scrambling and they're worrying. I think that's why they're breaking Mike Mike Williams back and Keenan Allen back so early. Yeah, I don't know if those both those guys are hundred hundred percent. Well, they got to try to do something because they lose this game. You know, that's going to put them, you know, way down in the. As long as we smash Austin Eckler, I'll be happy. There you go. Yep. (laughs) I'd be down for that. 
But uh, that's why I think it's going to be, you know, a higher Chiefs score, to be honest, um, because our defense has stepped it up. You know, we were missing key players on that game as well. Um, they're back, and that's why I'm going with a higher score. And, you know, I know they're going to score, but we're going to, you know, almost double their output. We're a way different team than we were in week two. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I'm we just saying that, that, that that's my logic and my score. Down with it. I'm digging it. Yeah. All right. So a couple more things here, gentlemen. Um, I want to uh I want to pass on our best wishes to uh, a friend of the show. Um, you know, uh you guys remember uh Brandon, Brandon Taylor, his wife is just getting home from the hospital. We want to wish her a, a speedy recovery. Uh we are keeping up with everything going on, so hopefully um she gets better soon. Uh, I'm happy she's finally home. She's been in the hospital for a few weeks now, so I'm happy she's home. So, Brandon, thank you for being a listener and uh, let, let you know that we're thinking of you, buddy, and, and we hope that your family gets well soon. Yeah, best wishes. Best um, Mike, I wanted to touch on some of the things that you do real quick before we uh, – I know you do a lot of uh, – we talked about some of the chair like charity work that you do getting fans into Arrowhead. Would you like to touch on some of that before we uh, get out of here tonight? Um, just, I, well, we have a couple of charity. My biggest charity that, I, uh, my friend, um, he helps with is hope kids at KC. And, um, in fact, we're having a big, uh, charity and raffle and everything next weekend, uh, for the Rams game. And we're raffling off a whole bunch. I'm trying to donate about 10 signed jerseys. So, and there's going to be a lot more stuff or, yeah, we're, we try to do a lot of people, a lot of kids mainly. Um, We try to get them to games. We try to just have a good time with everybody. And I like to travel around and try to help different chapters with their charities and raise money with different chapters. So that's why I told you, like, I got the nomad on the back of my jersey. Right, right. <laughs> I like it. So it's fun. And and the people that are giving and the people that do this, like the Hope Kids, um, they they bring a lot of smiles to a lot of people's faces. A lot. Very nice. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. Uh, that's, that's great stuff you're doing right there. It's- um, what's the – are you just doing off of Facebook or do you got a website or – as far as the the charity, yeah, or the raffle. Um, the, if if the anyone ra- wants to find it to donate or to give money or 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 say, hey, my kid has X Y Z, I'd love to get him to a game. How do they get a hold of you or the organization? You can whatever. Actually, I don't know if they're in every city, but most major cities have a Hope Kids, and you can Google it and go on their site. As far as Kansas City in our area, if you go on Facebook and you find like Jeff Christensen and hope kids and stuff like that then then that's where we usually post our get-togethers our tailgates our fundraisers but this one coming up is really exciting because we're actually competing against um like four other fan bases uh Ah. minnesota the broncos um i believe the rams and i believe the cowboys and basically it's all bragging rights but you pick a game (laughs) out of the year and you that weekend you raise as much money as you can and you know you got to be kind of forthright about it and be honest about it but denver got us last year we had it the year before but denver got it they raised more money than we did last year so this year we're taking our 
we're taking our title back. So all the so, raffles are they done online or in person? No, or? they're actually going to be at the Easy Inn. That's um, that's our main Chiefs get together bar in Kansas City. That's ran by, owned by um, Blake and uh, John Stoner. John and Blake, they're two guys that are like really really cool. Yeah, I missed and, you at um, that. I think you were there, and I was going to go, but the wife said she was tired, and yeah, we wind up going we, to the we, hotel. We have that get-together all the time at that place. We always meet up there before a Chiefs game, the Saturday night before, just okay. so people can meet each other and get together and, you know, just make connections. So if there's anything, um, like like let's say I wanted to no- donate something, if I went in on there on Saturday and say, here's a donation for a raffle, they would do it? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Okay. You can you can donate, or um, you can just do a donation, or you can be part of the raffle. Um, Saturday we're doing food and drinks and stuff like that. That'll be all put back to the kids. Um, so yeah, it's and and these are really cool things because the a lot of the events and stuff that they do for these kids are kids that are going through like illnesses and right. kids with compromised immune systems and mm. and things like that. And and then we have the charities work together too. Cause we've also taken kids to the games nice. with charities before. And, and um, I know I have a really good friend, Cheryl Jensen that does super kids at Casey and they put on tailgates for the kids and they take them to the games and we donate yeah. our tickets and they'll trade the tickets in so they can take whole families and stuff like that. Nice. So there, man, there's some great people in Kansas city. I'm just lucky enough to be able to help them do the great things that they do. Nice. Very awesome. nice. Yeah. Very cool. I, might, I might have something if I can make it over there in time to drop off for a raffle is what I'm thinking. Awesome. Uh, dude, well, like I said, we'll take anything. I'm, I'm getting stuff from everywhere. My goal this year is my goal is, is sign jerseys. So my original goal is I was, Oh, I'm gonna get a couple. <laughs> so I got a few and then, right. uh, then it was 10 so right. now my goal is, is 15 signed jerseys for this raffle. By and this got, weekend? Uh, for next for next weekend, the Rams game. Oh yeah, next weekend. That's right. Yeah. Yep. And okay. um I've got I've got uh Christian Okoye. I've gotten um, Nigeria, um Sneed. I got I man, I got I got Clyde. I even got a Tyreek in there. I know some people still love Tyreek. It's a Chiefs Tyreek jersey, but it is for charity. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a Frank Clark. I got I got a Dante Halls. I got, and this is all going up for raffle. And I might have a Trent McDuffie. So um, you might have I'm a road. Trying to get 15 signed jerseys to be raffled next weekend. You might have a Rojo one. I will take. I will take all. <laughs> I'll take everything, dude. I will take any anything that brings in money for these kids. I'll take. Oh it. yeah, I hear you. I it, great, great cause. It's and it's fun and 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 the the cool thing is is Jeff and Cheryl they work together and um they they just they put a lot of smiles on a lot of kids' faces. I'm that's one thing I'm really lucky is I have a lot of friends in Kansas City that are so giving. It's like unreal. You hear about Midwestern hospitality. It's like the most real thing you've ever. Yeah. It's real. You know, people say it, but it's yeah. absolutely real. You know, you can, 
you roll into that place and and everybody will do everything for you. And I love that city. Yeah, I'll send you uh just for anyone that's listening or whatever. Um, we can send uh, I'll send something via messenger to you, and I'll throw it on the Indiana Chiefs fans page, just for okay. aware for awareness, you know, so that okay. they don't have to go searching for. You know uh, what? Okay, yeah, yeah. Because if I can just you know I can just do or you can share it there, whatever way it works out best. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, Mike, one thing we like to do towards the end of the Indiana Chiefs fan podcast is we like to do the to-do list. <laughs> so, Chief, what do you got this week for the to-do list? Not to get in trouble tailgating again. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I did nothing wrong at all. Um, but... uh <laughs> <laughs> I was there. He did nothing wrong at all. So here we yeah. go. I don't know. It, it, to me, it sounds like get something ready for this charity raffle. Um, is probably what's on my mind now. So that'll be my homework. Uh, to support that raffle. Nice. How about you, Chico? Uh, you know, mine's gonna go a little bit away from that. I just need to get some stuff done around the house. That's that's most important being gone the last couple of weekends we have a wedding coming up this weekend i need to get some stuff done so my to-do list is just put my head down to the grindstone and do it i guess hey uh chico it'll be there next weekend don't worry about it <laughs> i don't want anywhere. it to be there <laughs> that's thanksgiving man i got there's too much stuff going on <laughs> My to-do list this week is go check out this week's episode of Golden Image Podcast. Um, we actually interviewed Mike and Bonnie Triplett from uh, Monticello and the Lighthouse Lodge Bed and Breakfast. What an amazing, uh, amazing couple that uh, and all the things that they do down there on Lake Schaefer. Um, it's a place to go check out to uh, book your wedding, reunion, Thanksgiving, whatever Whatever you want to do, they can accommodate you. They have a pretty good-sized facility. And uh, you can hear all about it on Golden Image Podcast. So go check it out. That's yeah, my to-do list. Short episode, too. So It was. It was only about a half an hour. Unlike this one, which is <laughs> two, two hours. Two. <laughs> two hours. That's all good. I Mike, I appreciate you taking your time out of your, out of your day to come and hang out with us here on Indiana Chiefs Fans. Um, it is uh, it is an honor to meet you and uh, and good luck on everything you're doing. I hope you can get it. I hope you can get those 15 jerseys. And as soon as I get back out there and you're there, we'll make sure we hook up while we're while we're hanging out in Kansas City and and uh, hopefully maybe next year we can get out to a game out there in in your neck of the woods. Absolutely, thank you guys for having me on. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> well, you said you never done a podcasts before right what yeah. would you what'd you think i mean this is just hanging out talking to buddies pretty blast. much it was an absolute blast I, that that's the best part of it and you get a little you know get some laughs in get some football in yes right i love it so so we know your homework is to get those 15 jerseys so i don't think we're gonna ask uh what yeah. your homework is so yeah. My I didn't want to throw him on the spot with a to-do list. No, I already yeah. knew what it was. <laughs> yeah, Mine's, my to-do list is doctor visits and jerseys. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, we w I, I hope everything, you know, gets better, and uh, we want to party oh, with you, uh, you know, 
maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe by playoffs, maybe you can make it out. I don't know. Uh, but worst case next year, you know, and I don't think you'll be a stranger on this show. You know, we want to bring others back on that we've had on before as well. But um, I had a great night with you. It was really absolutely. Cool. Was yes, for sure. Yes. Thank you so much. All right, Chico, you got those socials for me. <laughs> oh, always do. Everybody, thank you for listening to the Indiana Chiefs Fans Podcast. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Pod. And if you have made a trip out to Kansas City this year, you want to tell us your favorite memory of going out to Kansas City or just your favorite memory of the Chiefs in general, you can send us an email to inchiefsfanspodcast at gmail.com. And you can check out any of the other podcasts under the Golden Mojo Entertainment Network of Podcasts, whether that be Golden Image Podcast at facebook.com slash golden image podcast, the Call Guys Podcast at facebook.com slash the Call Guys Pod, <laughs> the Murd Nerds Podcast at facebook.com slash Murd Nerds, and the United States of Paranormal podcast at facebook.com slash the United States of Paranormal. All of, those, of all of those podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. I'm very proud of my network of podcasts. I'm working hard out here trying to get uh... too many of them. Well, <laughs> new one. The Court of Books and Booze coming sometime at the beginning of the year. So we're looking forward to that. Should I'll be take, a good time. I'll take the booze. <laughs> don't want to leave the book behind <laughs> fall asleep <laughs> well once again gentlemen thank you for giving up your evening to hang out here with me at, at the indiana chiefs band podcast it's been a fun fun time mike thank you so much again appreciate yeah, it. Nice, nice to meet you mike thank you guys for having me it was a blast <laughs> did i get it all covered tonight there there uh chief oh yeah i think it was great it was like really good episode got a lot we had a lot going on yeah all right so from our little slice of chief's kingdom right here in the great state of indiana i only got one question to ask how about those cheese later Later. <laughs> oh, that was fun. Oh, awesome. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs>